back to another wonderful episode of Refined 90s Cinema. This is episode 20 already. Is it really? It is. Wow. We're officially old enough to be in the second decade of our podcast life. We are watching a 1997 pornographic film called Dante's Peak. Yep, it's about Dante and his peak. Yep, his tent and his pants. It's a, it's a volcano movie again, but it's definitely better than the one that we watched last time, though. So. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, you know what, though? I might be biased. I just have fond memories of watching this movie when I was younger, so maybe it's actually horrible, and we're just going to make fun of it for an hour and a half again like we did with Volcano. I'm okay with that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm drinking coffee. It's Sunday morning again. I have coffee with cinnamon. Hell yeah. And I also have orange juice, lime vodka, and organic cranberry juice. Damn, that sounds good. I had an English muffin with uh, with jam and peanut butter on it for breakfast. Ooh. And then I made this coffee. I actually had coffee with eggnog in it the other day instead of milk, and it was so good. A friend of mine puts eggnog in her coffee as well, and I'd never seen anyone do that before. It was the first I'd ever tried it, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, eggnog is just really thick cream and egg, so... Yeah, well, tastes good to me. I'm gonna have to get some. Man, eggnog's the best. You know what I had last night? What? Like a basic B, some candy cane hot chocolate. Dude, candy cane hot chocolate is the shit, though. It's really good. That's like one of my favorites, the peppermint hot chocolate. Oh, oh. <laughs> It gives me chills thinking about how good it is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited that we're watching this movie this morning. I kind of dig the Sunday morning vibes, to be honest. Although it's not really morning for me anymore because I'm a shitter and woke up super late today, but whatever. And I'm a shitter and I took a shit. Yeah, how was that? I have a question for you. You ever, you ever, you ever take a poo and then you're sitting there and then it smells like whatever was inside of you that you just expelled was already dead. Um, I'm not sure I understand the question, um, Brendan. So my cat took a shit yesterday right next to me, and it was the worst. I have another question. Sure. If you make skid marks in the bowl, do you clean it up right then? Do you leave it? I usually just leave it if it's not like smelly skid marks. Or do you just try to flush again? Sometimes I flush twice depending (laughs) on how bad the skid mark situation is. (laughs) I mean, you got to be cleanly, but if it's not like a shit explosion in the bowl, I think you're fine. Because it's going to flush down eventually anyway. It's true. If you're at someone else's house and you're visiting, is your behavior different? I mean... If I'm at someone else's house visiting, I do my best to not have to shit in their toilet. But if I have to, it's then true. I usually clean up after myself. Sometimes well. you have to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in life, we just have to do just the deed. Shit. You just have to expel your bowels. It's almost as if it's a normal human bodily function or something. Like, Are, <laughs> like- Do you shit at work? <laughs> Yeah, dude. Because some people that's don't. The best pla- that's the best place to shit because some- you get paid. You get paid <laughs> to shit. I take my time at work, baby. <laughs> this this week, I got a call, an electrician, and a guy to fix the garage door, and yep. What's wrong with your garage door? So I got a new door put in, and it either the the I like ran through the instructions. It was trying to fix it. Either the track is out of alignment, the door is too heavy. Or the motor or the, the garage door opener is defective because it was like opening the door fine. And then I finally got my 
it's like a smart garage door opener so you can use your phone and i was finally it was cleaned out from the move and i was parking in there and then would go down halfway and say it was open when it was closed and then say it was closed when it was open so i reprogrammed it and then it kept doing it so i'm assuming someone who knows what they're doing will be able to fix it fairly quickly probably or like like it needs these parts it's gonna be this much okay great especially now that it's winter like the whole reason i clean the garage was so i could park in there yeah being able to park in the garage in the winter is something that's extremely underrated (laughs) i love it you feel like a boss because you're just like pulling out of the garage and like you have no snow on your car yeah no snow clean car don't have to scrape or anything you got like a coffee in hand because you have time to make one because you don't have to scrape off your car having two cars i let steph park in the garage because then she doesn't have to scrape off her car in the morning you are like a used car like you always just buy like another used car yeah because then i don't have to spend a lot of money on them i think a total in my lifetime i've spent like less than fifteen thousand dollars on cars including repairs <laughs> Like I don't, I wouldn't mind getting a brand new car, but at the same time, if I got like a new car that was like low mileage and like just out of the factory, I probably wouldn't, I still wouldn't get one that's more than like 15 grand. I would buy like a cheap new car. I don't think I could, I don't think I could spend like 50 grand on a new car. I, I could not. I see, like, I, I don't want a car payment. No, it sucks, man. Like having a car payment would be the worst. I feel so good knowing that the only real payments I have are like my, my mortgage and like my like, phone. My heating <laughs> bill. Yeah. He, like oil, mortgage, phone, like not a whole lot else really. So, and then you have like extra money for like Christmas presents and stuff for this time of year anyway, you know? Now that we're done talking about all the serious life business, let's uh, let's right. watch a silly volcano movie, Brendan. Volcano. Dante's Peak is going to be an experience. I'm I'm sure there's a few points that I'm already up in my head that you're going to comment on. All I'm right. Ready. All right. Are you ready to hit play? Yes. Episode Before we twenty. Hit play, I'm just I'm just going to say episode twenty. We're finding cinema. Blah, 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 blah. Dante's Peak. No, I'm I'm just going to say I hope that everyone else in the world or anyone listening is being safe as well. We're tackling this pandemic together, so let's wear do that. your mask, social distance. Yeah, do what you can, do your part. It it really does matter. So anyway, here we go. You ready to start play? Are you ready? This is serious business. I'm, leave, I'm leaving that in. I don't care. <laughs> Another. Was that was that last one Universal too? Yeah, every movie in the '90s is Universal, Brandon. <laughs> there was no this, other movie company <laughs> I, I always think of the flintstones movie when i see that logo i don't know why oh my god serious ambience you see the like volcanic clouds those are just regular clouds brandon <laughs> we, uh they haven't told us yet okay <laughs> they're right look at them they're okay, regular, it's regular clouds. it's regular clouds we're going through the clouds down into whoville this shit is loud we're going down into Whoville, is that what you said? That's what it looks like. <laughs> that shit's funny. This music is super nostalgic for me, by the way. It's very like it's orchestra daunting's peak. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Raining fire. My dad loves this movie. I find there's a theme with movies I pick. It's all shit that I watched with my dad when I was a kid. It's true. It's good to have that good memory. Oh my God. My dad, that's why I love movies so much because my dad would, and I would watch movies constantly, like one a day whenever I was with him when I was a kid. It's funny how we pick stuff up like that from our parents or the people that are close to us in our lives. So a little bit of backstory. John Frizzle that did the music for this movie. He's the husband of Miss Frizzle. Of Magic School Bus fame. Yes. 
from the from the magic school bus. Cartoon. Right on the magic school bus. His wife is the cartoon. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. I was just saying a little bit of backstory from this movie is like the, what we're seeing right now is the first eruption of Dante's Peak. Ah. So like this is in the past, basically. So, okay, so that's why they're like, well, they, they have a car, so it's not that. No, it's not that long ago, but it's like in the movie, um, the volcano is apparently like a sleeping volcano. Like it's not one that. It's dormant, is, I think yeah, is the dormant. scientific term. Oh, shut up, Brendan. It's sleeping. It's in hibernazione. <laughs> but anyway, it like, I guess like they don't think anything bad's going to happen with it. There's literally like raining, like shooting beams of fire. Yeah, it's craziness. So Pierce Brosnan, I think he actually plays a volcano expert in this movie too. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say he plays a volcano. <laughs> he actually is the volcano. <laughs> So this is kind of like Twister, like they're they're like volcano chasers. I think it's a more interesting movie because it's not just going to be like lava pouring down a street for an hour and a half. It's actually like a <laughs> Into, real volcano. <laughs> and and <laughs> you you seeing the racial divides that still exist in our society. Oh my god, that sound effect of the or the molten rocks coming down that like whoosh is so used in a lot of movies. Right there. That's like the alien invasion sound. Oh man, that truck is ripped apart. Oh my god, she got hit by a rock. Yeah, from the roof of the car. She's oh, fucked. She's like seizing. You need to drive, dude. I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to drive if that happened. Four, years, Four later. years later. He's working out. He's got a sexy picture of his wife on the counter. Well, she could be like in a coma. We don't know. No, she's super dead. Oh, okay. He's got some Coors banquet on the coffee table. <laughs> Definitely seen that coffee table in grandparents' homes before. What does he have around his neck? I think it's, it's like, like a it's probably a necklace that reminds him of his wife. It looks like one of those friendship ones where like one person has the friend and the other person has the ship, but it's like a broken heart. Oh, he's a workaholic. So one way to take his mind off of his He puts his glasses wife. in his shirt pocket. Do you think he kept the rock that struck her? <laughs> and he like masturbates with <laughs> masturbates with the rock that struck his wife in her head and killed her. Really, Brandon? That's what we're going with? The town is called Dante's Peak. Yep. And is located at the base in a valley below the volcano. I feel like if you live there, you're dumb. Yeah, I would would be terrified to live at the base of a volcano. Custer's Last Stand Motel. I like that truck. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I like older cars. Like that. I like that, yeah, this, those trucks. It's like a hatchback truck that like has a grate on the top to carry like camping supplies. But it's, and, and it's got, in this like, case, volcano it's supplies. fitted with like, lights and all kinds of stuff. Hey, that guy has his glasses in his pocket, too. Maybe it's the theme of the movie. Maybe. Why does he have two sets of glasses? <laughs> Do you notice that? One's around his neck oh, and one's yeah. on his face. <laughs> Maybe the other ones are sunglasses. Listen here, James Bond. Get it? It's He's crossing. like, look how attractive I am. When your when your ten year old daughter is your secretary, I feel like you're doing life wrong. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, sweet room. Kids in movies always have like rooms with the best furniture. Rooms. Yeah, their rooms are always <laughs> the best. Pioneer days. It's a sleepy, sleepy town. I'm getting a lot of nostalgia watching this right now. Just saying. Oh, those cop cars makes me think of like RoboCop. Yeah, it was his sunglasses. So they go over his glasses. 
That's I've never even seen that before. That was that was nineties style, dude. That's hilarious. But they look very similar to his glasses. Yeah, maybe he like just swaps them out. Small town. Charming Main Street. It looks like a really nice town. It does look nice. Looks like a cool bar. I'd go there. The smokehouse? Hell yeah. They got the second, what are they, the second best town in America? Not the first. Why is she leaning into the microphone like that? Her sound design sucks. It should be able to pick her up from farther away than right in front of it. Well, it depends what kind of (laughs) microphone it is. Well, listen, you're the mayor of a town. You're doing a speaking thing. Get a better microphone. She didn't didn't know podcasting back then. Oh, they're having a skinny dipping fest in the hot springs. Have you ever been in a hot spring before? No, but I want to go to hot spring. With her? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Animals know first, dude. Every single time. Like the dog in Twister. Oh, he's peeking all over the place. So the hot spring boiled them alive. He's boiling. And then you see like the, is it called lava? Is that what it, it is? If it's in the water? So he's with the geological survey, and he's coming to talk to them about the volcano. Here is the difference between ma- ma- mag- magma, magma, and lava. Lava is molten rock that has reached the Earth's surface through the volcanic vents. Magma is molten rock stored under the Earth's surface. So that would have been magma then. No, that's lava because it came up. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure we were saying the right thing so people don't hate on us. That's fair. Magma's like when it's dormant and the it's just hanging out underground waiting to explode, basically. <laughs> of course not. You know what I like better about this movie than Volcano already, though? It's there's actually like they're trying to do a little bit of character development. They're introducing you to the different characters. So the daughter is like a total like nerd and loves her mom. And the son is like a bad egg. He's wearing he's wearing a plaid shirt and a chain which in the 90s was the sign of a fucking hipster and he was hanging out in <laughs> in in an abandoned building because yeah. i guess that's what kids did those days in those days but they're sort of like building it up slowly but in the right way i find in the other movie it was like there's like sulfur underground 18 people have been murdered oh no the volcano is gonna erupt and then we're gonna stop the flow of it from this fucking tommy lee jones is pretty good though uh, linda hamilton is is a single mom yeah and Pierce Brosnan is also single. Well, yeah, his wife got killed in the last volcano eruption. So. Oh, he's not a geologist. He's a Vulcanologist. He studies Vulcans from Star Trek. Yeah. You know what's funny about it? Did you hear what the daughter said after he said, I'm a Vulcanologist? What? She goes, you mean like Dr. Spock? <laughs> <laughs> this subtle Star Trek reference is so good. That's so pretty. It's beautiful. The colors actually in this movie are really vibrant. I'm impressed. They must have used their like really nice camera camera work and cameras to pick up some of these colors because 90s cameras kind of suck, but everything is really it stands out really nicely. Well, they probably did it on film, so it's 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 in HD, so it's been like remastered. Oh yeah, because we're watching it on Amazon Prime Video, so it is definitely remastered. That's right. I was wondering why it looked so nice for a 90s movie. Time to go mess around in the hot springs, Brandon. Get boiled alive. He's like just along for the ride with this awkward family situation. This is her mother-in-law? Yeah, it's her ex-mother-in-law. Like she she got a divorce and the kids still want to see her because she's like their nana. And she's a little bit of a schnape. <laughs> yeah, she was much. a little cold to the mother. I feel like if he's a volcanologist, 
Why would he not have like a team and like equipment? Well, in the beginning of the movie, they sent him out to here to, to check out what's going on because they sense some volcanic activity at the peak, but it's not actually erupting. So he doesn't need a team. He's just testing like the acidity in the water and stuff and trying to see what's happening. Also, don't they have like a local scientist, not the mayor that he could speak with? I mean, it's a small town. He's like, well, there's a chance. Cool truck. Yeah, the vehicles are awesome in this movie. Some Toyota. All this stuff that I never cared about when I watched it placement. as a kid. It's like the Jeep in Castaway. I always say it like gives me weird reminiscent vibes. Oh, he's looking at the valley and he's like, interesting. And she's looking at him and she's like, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to erupt anytime soon? You need some help with that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line a man who stares at a rock must have something on his mind or nothing uh-oh found a gross ugly squirrel that's dead must be a squirrel epidemic that's what it is so it's actually filmed around mount saint helens well that's awesome it looks beautiful and the mount baker national forest in washington now they see the hot springs and it's bubbling oh, Pierce and Brosnan looks worried he looks worried. And it's literally boiling in front of them because it burned people alive. Oh, he stopped the sun from going into the hot spring and now they see... Oh, God. Two lovers that were literally bleeding from the inside out, which I guess is how people normally bleed. No, they, they were boiled alive, so all their skin was like burned oh. off and shit. Gross. That's what a boiled carcass looks like. Look at that cell phone. I know some of the cell phones in these 90s movies are hilarious. I had a flip phone once. When they actually use them to call people. Call in a city council meeting. It's getting serious. I like how it's like five people. <laughs> The city council is like a small group of people. That's it. Oh, he said uh, start evacuating. Could It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Now they're having a fight about money. People are going to die, but I care about the money. That's typical politics right there. He's in it for the money. Uh, that's not the truest thing I've ever heard. I love the old motel signs and stuff. It's, very, like, it's very cool. It just gives me like a lot of nostalgia from traveling up north in Ontario when I was a kid. Oh, there's his team, the geological people. They have arrived. From his office from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so he was like the scout. He came out and looked at the volcanic activity, and then he called his team out afterwards. And he was like, we're out, everybody. The, the eight people are voting on what to do with the whole town of 7,000 people. Can you imagine? Like, is, that's crazy to me that eight people can vote on a town of 7,000. That seems ridiculous. Like, it seems like too many people... It seems like that two little people have too much control over two other many people's lives, is my point of it. I live in a town of 30,000 people, and there's 12 people that decide. That's what I mean. It's crazy that that's how it works. It's what we've decided culturally. Ooh, they're having a tense discussion. His boss is like, nah, we cool, G. We don't know what's going to happen. No <laughs> yeah, evacuation. I haven't actually looked at the volcano or studied it in any way, shape, or form, but I'm going to say right now, ooh, the word leaked out. He's talking about another town that plummeted because of just just the thought of a volcano erupting. Oh, he said folks like Doug Ford. Is that what Doug Ford says? He's always like, in his speeches, like, folks, folks. Interesting. He's talking to them like they're children. He's like, hell, we even got a little robot that's going to go take the thing's temperature. If the time comes, Alex, believe in the science. Now they're mad at the mayor for over, they feel like she overreacted. 
Oh, he sent him on vacation. Pierce Brosnan just got fucking His boss canned. thinks he's overworked because of the trauma that happened to his wife, so he's psychologically regressing. Oh, he's storming out. That was a hard door slam. That's typical, though. The one guy knows what's up, and his boss is always like, nah, 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 we cool, G. What a doink. Oh, more bubbling in a, in a lake. Dude, if I ever see bubbling in a lake like that, I'm getting up and get a I am gonna, I'm gonna poo my pants, and then I'm gonna start running. You're gonna poo your pants first and then run? You're not even gonna wipe first? Do I really need to wipe? Dude, he got a Pumba plush from the fair. Oh. Clearly the volcanic experts are not worried about the volcano. They're just enjoying themselves. Oh, they go to a bar, and guess who's there? Harry Dalton. Harry Ballsack. What? You think he got called that in grade school? Harry Balzac. I don't... I mean, maybe? They're gonna fly around outside the mountain and check for sulfur dioxide, Brandon. That's how you determine whether or not a volcano will erupt. Did you know that? Sulfur. Where's he going now? Oh, he has their truck. Oh, he's going to like a coffee shop or something. No, he has his own truck. He's going to her little shop. This is the mayor's shop where she lives and runs it. Oh, okay. They're gonna have a conflict. A turkey for four fifty. It's an expensive sandwich. So she makes fancy coffees in a small town. You know what that means. She's a barista. No, she spilled. She was pouring his. She was pouring his coffee, and she spilled it all over his hand. So for that turkey sandwich in today's money, adjusted for inflation, that four fifty sandwich would be seven twenty nine. Yep. Although some sandwiches are still five dollars. Oh, she asked him out on a date. Parmesan for breakfast. She's inviting him over for dinner to say thank you. That's what she's inviting him over. She wants for. his parmesan. I bet. I want his parmesan. Look at him. I mean, he's very handsome. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's a handsome man. Classically that's why, so. That's why he was James Bond at one point. This is true. Hired for his looks. It's a corrupt society. Dude, it's Dante's peak. They're inside the volcano now. Okay, so after this scene, because I remember what happens here, but after this scene, there's something that I need to discuss, but I can't do it beforehand because it'll spoil it. Okay. So this was filmed in a crater at Mount St. Helens. That's awesome. She be quiet. Oh, he's hanging out with the kids and with, I forget her name, Nancy, Linda, Rachel. In the movie, her name is Rachel. Maybe he needs to go to bed. He's doing some magic tricks. With a napkin? Doing a magic sewing needle. Have you seen this before? I've never seen this trick before. Oh, I've seen this movie before, so I know what's happening here, but he's very good with children. He would need to be for a man who's never had children to win Rachel's heart. Yeah, he's trying to win her heart. He's known her for half a day, but... Threading the imaginary needle. That's actually a really good trick, because if you grip the napkin tight enough, you just move your thumb up and it pushes the napkin that way and it makes it look like it's being pulled. It's the setup. The setup. She's drinking some wine. Did you know something about red wine? Go on. Is it makes it makes it easier for men with erectile dysfunction to get an erection because really? it increases blood flow. Yep. One glass of red wine is proven apparently to help with that. It, when you're think, an elderly man. Her she's divorced or yeah, she is divorced. widowed. No, she's divorced. Okay. That's why it was her ex, uh, her ex stepmother or her ex uh, mother in law. They're doing some some sharing. Sharing of their lost peoples. He's a jet setter, but now he just wants to settle down. She got murdered by a rock. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that rock, after ha- having been a runaway for 72 years, that rock is now on trial for murder. A rock hit her before I could get my rocks off. I didn't get to spurt my lava, if you know what I'm saying. It's all still magma bubbling up inside me. <laughs> that sounds so disgusting. <laughs> 
It's like when you eat too much Taco Bell. So it's funny because the the volcano that we were seeing in the beginning of the movie was Mount St. Helens, actually. But it's funny that they say that because this volcano that they're filming this around is Mount St. Helens. <laughs> oh, Next she's day. practicing how she's going to talk to him. Do you ever do that when you were, like, dating someone? You'd try and, like, practice how you would say hello so that you didn't sound stupid? Oh, they say decaf. Decaf? Do people still like decaf? The other ologist is more concerned with how she makes the coffee. She literally brought his entire office coffee. If she doesn't want the D, I don't know what she wants. (laughs) Known the dude for two days, brings his entire office coffee in the morning so she can say hi to him. I mean, she does own the store, so it's not like she paid for the coffees. Well, no, but the fact that she went out of her way to do that when knowing the guy for two days. Okay, so yeah, this is the scene I was actually talking about that I have something to discuss with you He's wearing like an orange jumpsuit. They have like a satellite dish. They like rip the DirecTV off of the chick's house. (laughs) She said she was into rocks. Crystals. So they're going to go put this like robot machine thing up in the volcano. Solar powered camera antenna thing. (laughs) The car hits him, runs him over. End of the movie. You had too much coffee. Oh, she's just bringing more. Every morning. Microquakes. How many microquakes have you been through, Brendan? Oh, you know. (laughs) I'll show you a microquake. (laughs) That's terrible. I like how technical they're making it sound that they're transferring video from a distance back to a different computer at home. But back then. In the 90s, that was such a big deal. I don't even think that, know if that was possible back then. I guess if you had a satellite in the right spot, maybe. With very, he said, turn around. Elf, extreme low frequency. Time to take your medication, hands him a coffee. Oh, epic music, dude. And they're like on the edge of a friggin' crater. That robot thing is so cool. Just push him down there. Thermal activity. He's giving it the first He is going down there. See, I told you. Here he goes. It's a recipe for disaster. He's going down into the crater. Oh, the rope is anchored to something, so that's good. He's wearing a harness. And PB has him. Oh, he's just, he's fallen. Yeah, he was not bracing himself. No, he's an idiot. Because there's like no pulley. So literally he has to be able to pull him up with his own strength. Well, technically it going through the buckle on your, on his pants is a pulley. That's how you do rock climbing stuff, right? Like that's how you support the weight. He just has to lean back and use his weight to support the other guys now. So that's actually, that actually makes sense the way that they're doing it. Problem is he doesn't have gloves on or anything, so he could get rope burn super easy. It probably wouldn't be logically sound to do it that way. I like how fix the machine is just him kicking it and being angry. Yeah. He's going off rope. He went off rope. What an idiot. Houston, we have a problem. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, oh, computer readings. You hear like, like those little seismic printers. Oh, oh, the robot got crushed. Earthquake. He got fucked up. Oh, he went to save his friend. He's down. He's down, everybody. How do you know his leg's broken? You have barely even looked at him yet. (laughs) He's broken his leg. They're going to send him a chopper. Sending a chopper. Oh, they can't communicate with him, but they can see it on camera. You got to go save someone's life. And the I want to renegotiate my rate. I need more money if you're going to make me save people's lives. He's dropping him a cable. Hoist it, baby. Yeah, hoist him up, baby. That's a pretty thin little rope to hoist someone on. And he's strapping him in. Oh, he's like, he's still conscious. How do you do that? Like, you got to make sure they don't like hit their head. Well, yeah. Also, the fact that they're on a tiny little rope supporting two grown men. Oh, he's 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 undermined his authority. Oh, he called his boss a son of a. Schnib. So something I would like to talk about. Okay, go. And it's, I'm it has to do with that scene. 
So a lot of newer movies, they'll introduce or like TV shows will introduce you to a new character like and then two scenes later they'll die or something because some epic event happens or whatever. They did the same thing in this movie with this guy because you just kind of met him and you get attached to like his quirky attitude about the robot and stuff. But then he gets in this this like issue that happens with the earthquake and he breaks his leg, but he doesn't end up dying. And I think that's like a really big thing because it's just it's nice that they didn't kill off the character they just introduced you to. They let you keep being attached to that character for the rest of the movie. It's just it shows confidence in the direction because he he doesn't think that you need to like feel any more about this guy's loss and stuff they're leaving they don't think the volcano is gonna explode the mayor and the 007 are locking eyes in the bar he sucks at pool but clearly he was still attractive he was distracted by a, a pretty lady oh the boss is hitting on her going with her he's walking her home brendan under the romantic moonlit Mountain. Is that her mother-in-law? No, just like a random oh. person she knows because she's the mayor. They're, they were going to get busy on the bridge and they got interrupted. Mr. Mayor. Oh, he's in her house, dude. Oh, yeah. The kids are in bed. He's ready to peek in her medicine cabinet. Oh, it's closed. Closed for business, but open for business at the same time. Dude, he's smooth. He, he pulls out those lines. I don't want no coffee. I want... He was like, your coffee sucks. <laughs> and then he makes out with her. <laughs> Refined Sunday Cinema with coffee and cream and sugar. Yeah, and eggnog. So anyway, look at the color of the water in the glass. Look how gross it is. It is pretty gross. Uh-oh. Why is the water steaming with... Go away. Love. Wakes her son up. We've already established he's like an independent, like he's a badass. He only listens to Kurt Cobain. This mountain's a ticking bomb. Oh, he's going and knocking on his boss's door. Oh, God. How scary would that be? How scary would that be? Like, uh, we are pretty ignorant as far as science yeah, is concerned. Yeah, but like, if you knew, if you knew that, like, it was for sure going to erupt, that would be scary as shit, man. I'd be like, get me out. I'm, I'm done. I was See like, ya. put me on a plane with unlimited fuel. What if one day, like, the, all the plates in the world just start shifting and all the volcanoes erupt and then we just we're screwed it'll be like an apocalypse i mean i think basically all that magma will turn into lava brandon and then all the lava but it's like you know those like there's a town in italy that was totally covered by a volcano when it happens it just happens it's like any natural disaster it's unfortunate and it sucks and evacuation of dante's peak Oh, because she's got, like, a house at the base of the mountain. Her ex-mother-in-law doesn't want to leave her house at the base of the mountain, Brendan. Come on, Ruth Ann. I don't know if that's her full name. Man, that Pepsi machine makes me think of the bowling alley. Oh, my God, it does. (laughs) With the wood grain. Oh, no, the kids want their grandma to pick up the phone. She's imploring the citizens to revolt against Pierce Brosnan. This is James Bond, 007. Please kill him. Otherwise, he will make a... (laughs) Family of movies. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain calm. And like a category six earthquake starts happening. Meanwhile, everyone's like, holy shit. Yeah, volcano certainly just started erupting. Like I would panic. Don't rush as the ceiling is falling on them. Well, yeah, for real. But you can't push people down because then you'll trample them. That girl had cool shoes, but now they're gone. Guy with the broken leg is just hopping around. See, now this would terrify me if you look up at the mountain and see smoke coming out of it. I'd be like, peace out. See ya. Whoa. That's really cool, actually, though. Boom. Steeple crushed the school bus. There is the church. There is the steeple. A volcano's going to erupt on all these people. (laughs) See that little girl? 
Yep, she's just crying on her doorstep. He's got the right truck for the job. He's like, oh, dear Lord, it's happening again. And I didn't even get to sleep with this one yet. That's a cool shot. Of her looking at the volcano? Yeah, like you can see her reflection over top of the volcano. Now is not the time to do your apology, boss. Yeah, no shit, eh? Like, right, and I was wrong. And for, I, for whatever it's I worth, the volcano myself. certainly did erupt. You were correct. <laughs> shame. I'm sorry for being an idiot. There's like an insane panic of cars on the street to try and get out of the city. Oh, that's a cool effect. The road. Of the bridges falling? Like, yeah, special effects, but they did a good job making it look real. Yeah, they really did. Can you imagine being the mayor of a town that you've, like, helped to build all this time and then seeing it collapse right in front of you? Clearly his truck can go through anything, including flaming Yeah, debris. they're shamelessly advertising the 1997 Ford Fandango. Bron- uh, not a Bronco. Silverado. Chevy Silverado. Oh, it is. The Chevy Silverado. Getting you through volcanoes like James Bond. Yeah, I feel like the gas station is the first place to blow up. Always, dude. I feel like your kids aren't safer in a vehicle. You should really just let them stay where they are. They're just pushing people out of the way now. I would certainly be happy to have a Chevy Silverado in this situation. (laughs) Silverado. I don't know what their Chevy's tagline is. Like a rock. Is that that one? Oh, did you hear what she said? Her truck's not at the place. Oh my god, the kids took the truck, Brendan. They went up the mountain. They're going to get grandma, Brendan, in a volcanic eruption. Here goes Pierce Brosnan being a badass. He's out of his mind. Yeah, if this isn't a commercial for a Silverado, I don't know what is. The engine's got a snorkel. (laughs) Yeah, can you imagine having a car with a snorkel? I don't even think that's a thing now. Uh, Hummers have them. So that it can continue to run. They'll never make it. They're not driving a Chevy Silverado. You idiots. He's not getting a lot of traction, but then he put it in gear and out of park. I feel like it definitely would not be running. They put it, the car hit them at the side and like pushed them out of the rut they were in. He's just like running over trees and shit. As the gas stations fireworking into flames. Dude, it's Dante's Peak. It's crazy. The lights are on. Yeah, no shit, kid. They're like driving through volcanic ash to go get their grandmother. how old is the kid? Like 13? He's not old. Not old enough to drive. Hey, look, it's asshole pilot that asked for more money. (laughs) She called him an asshole pilot, too. $15,000 to the pilot. Yeah, but he can't because of the ash in the air. It's going to go into the engine and blow up the helicopter. (laughs) And his reaction is just turn around and cover his hair. Oh, they're losing control. Yeah, dude, you're right. The special effects in this movie are actually really good. I'm actually really they impressed. They look very real. <laughs> they do. I think they did actual explosions on, like, miniature models or something. They don't think he has enough time. No, they really don't. Do you copy that, Brandon? I did not. They don't have enough time. Okay, don't go save your grandma. She's a bitch, so... Let her die. I was wishing for her to die. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Now the dog ran off. They gotta go get the dog. I want to look that up, if volcanic ash would actually cause, like, a thunderstorm in the sky. Oh, yeah. Volcanic lightning actually does happen in a volcanic eruption. Oh, my God. Uh, So, apparently, volcanic lightning arises from colliding particles of volcanic ash in the sky. Is that a tree root? Yeah, like, the road got completely covered by rocks and trees. I love that you can hover over and see who's acting in each scene. That's hilarious. The daughter is trapped. Oh, it's grandma's fault. Well, yeah, because she refused to lose her, leave her house at the base of a volcano when it's going to erupt. Look, it's lava, Brandon. He's going to send a helicopter. He's dead. Not going to walk out on God's big show. I'd be like, see ya. <laughs> they're with him. Have they're, a good show. They're, they're all about it. They're insane is what they are. 
It's like oh flamethrowers came out of the wall. Okay, I take back what we said. About what? Special effects. Dude, the lava came through the wall. There goes the Silverado. Better hope there's gas in that engine. Oh, she's screaming for the dog? Yep. Ruffy? Luffy? What's his name? Ruffy. Ruffy. The fish in the lake are dead. They're on the lake in a boat and the fish are dead. They're just hanging out. They're like, yeah, brah. Don't tase me, bro. I'm scared for them. Oh, he's got like a crystal. (laughs) I know. The acid is eating the boat while they're driving across the lake in it. And the brother gives the sister a rock? That was the rock at the beginning that Pierce Brosnan gave him and said it's it's like good luck rock or whatever. Grandma feels pretty dumb right now, doesn't she? Because she a bitch. (laughs) They just push her. They just push her in the water. It's gonna, what's happening? They're all ominous smoke across the river. The boat's gonna sink, Brandon. It's getting eaten by the acid. They're sinking. No, it isn't. Obviously, it's sinking. Oh, my God. Grandma jumped in the water. She's pushing the boat. She's redeeming herself. Oh, and her legs are, like, melting out from under her. That's terrible. Because it's acid. Sulfuric acid, dude. She's not going to be okay. (laughs) No, she's definitely... She's super dead. But honestly, she sort of deserves it. So it's all good. It's such a sad moment. At least she saved them, though. She definitely did redeem herself a little bit. They're sending in the cavalry, Brendan, to fight the volcano. You see what I mean about this movie, though? There's actually, like, more different stuff in it that is, like, I'm assuming more scientifically correct than what was in Volcano. It's gonna blow. Her legs are, like, Like destroyed. She's like, let me die already. I know I was a bitch. (laughs) She just stabs her with the rock. Peace out, Granny. Look at her nose hairs, dude. She's got some serious nose hairs going on. She should trim those. Nostril bush. (laughs) Some nush. Grandma's nush. She's got a serious nush. That's her title. (laughs) She should have stuck her nose in the. uh, She would have stopped the magma or the lava by herself. I know, seriously. Oh, damn. I feel like they combined everything that could possibly ever happen in a volcanic eruption and put it all in this movie. (laughs) The bridge is about to go, dude. I would have been across that bridge ages ago. I feel like I would have been across it even faster if I knew what was coming, like one of these volcanic Mm -hmm. people. What are they called? Volcanists? It's continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Jeremy's a Vulcan. Wow. (laughs) This is a cool effect. Massive. Waterfall, trees are going in the river. Yeah, that's awesome. The dam just broke. All the water is going. They're walking through the ash. They should make an ash man. They just give up and start making ash men. I like this too. That he's the hot wiring like the car. The fucking. They're not under the visor like they should be. Yeah, they usually are. They usually are in movies like this, though. Oh my god, look at that! Go! They just got there boom, in time boom, to, for the boom. bridge to get hit by a house. See, I told you there'd be a Hummer at some point. I mean, why wouldn't there be? You sort of need one for this type of situation. Get out of the car and run, dude. Get out. Get out. Jump. You gotta jump. Jump. (laughs) He's like... (laughs) He's literally just like still while he falls into the water. He should have gotten out of the car ages ago. The second it stopped moving, I would have been like, peace. See, I'm out. Oh, the, the road is blocked by... It's like hardened lava that is still really hot. They're going to get a get a head start, man. Oh, my Lord. Honestly, I talked to Steph about this a little while ago when we were watching. I think it was uh, The Greatest Showman, okay. which if you haven't seen it, I will shamelessly promote it. It is an amazing musical. I have not, so but watch you've it. mentioned it multiple times. Yeah, Hugh Jackman was awesome in that movie. Um, anyway, we talked about like children actors in that movie and like how sometimes child actors will make a movie. Okay. 
Like they'll just there's so, a lot of times children actors are so good that like yeah yeah because they're so raw right like they don't have any like prior experience they don't think they know like what is right or wrong they're kind of just doing what they're told to do and using like full emotion to do it okay um so a lot of times kid actors will like make a movie better because their acting is so real and raw and like just their emotion in a situation I feel like that's the case with this movie too like they're doing a really good job being scared like kids would be scared they saved the pupper yeah. Yeah, Beethoven 4, Dante's Peak. Your town's up. <laughs> Everything is just done. They've been through a lot of shit, dude. I think they got the worst end of the stick in this situation. I agree. Why, when you have a town, you should build more than one way out of it. If it's at the base of a volcano. She's gonna blow. She's gonna blow. I want to see what the effects look like when the volcano erupts, though. I don't remember from when I was younger, but... Oh, he could see it on his computer. It's gonna go everywhere, Alex. What the hell is that box? That that, that's the control module from the robot. Remember? Right. Yeah, I remember that, but I don't know why he grabbed. Like, what is the purpose of him grabbing it? Does it have like a GPS in it or something, so they'll know where he's at? It's no. It's like the the part that senses the volcano. They're in her truck now, or his truck. Looks like her truck. Damn, that looks so cool, dude. Look at that. Wow. That's awesome. A paraclastic cloud? A pyroclastic cloud. If only we had our Chevy Silverado right now. Literally the entire (laughs) town is just exploding. I would have paid to see this in theaters. Oh, for real. It's so cool. Look at the special effects on all these exploding buildings. You know how much fun this probably was for the special effects team? They're bashing through a building. They're going into the abandoned mines. Which is the only way to outrun a volcano. This reminds me of the scene in Good Burger when Mondo Burger explodes (laughs) and all the pieces of burger are (laughs) raiding. Yeah, that was a good time. And the burger falls on the guy's car. Sinbad. Yeah, it is Sinbad. Oh, they all think he's dead, all his friends and his ex-lover. But they're still alive, they're in the mine. And Harry's the only one who's not injured. They survived the cloud because they're in the mine. Yeah, these are the mines that he was like out chilling in in the beginning of the movie. The the bad egg kid. They're gonna they're gonna hang out in the mines while they wait for help. It's a transmitter. I told you, Brendan. So he's gonna be able to. They're gonna be able to tell where they're at. But they forgot Elf. His new stepson wanted to come with him, but he's like, "Stay here, son. I promise I'll peek inside your mother later." <laughs> I promise I'll peek inside your mother later. <laughs> Of course, he's able to single-handedly meet all of their emotional needs. Let's go deep sea fishing. That's the that's the trend. One of this movie's <laughs> tropes is called "cool car." Harry's 1987 Chevy Suburban. That beast waded through a. Oh, it's a Chevy river. Suburban. <laughs> Chevy Suburban is what it was, dude. Volcanoes suck. Apparently, <laughs> volcanic ash is very dangerous for you because it's so fine. You just start breathing it in, yeah. and then you die. Yeah, because it can get in your lungs and, like, fuck your shit up. Oh, you just got crushed by falling rock. Oh, you see the bone. Oh, God. Oh, oh, it's rated. It's broken. I don't know what it's rated. It's actually, like, I forgot how good of a movie it is, though. Oh, you see the bone in his knee. Oh, that's, I don't like that. Oh, my God, it looks so realistic, too. Jesus, that's disgusting. I bet, I guess you wish you remembered Alfie now. He's being crushed inside of a car as the mine caves in <gasps> you got it working dude okay but if it uses radio it signals uses- then how does it get through rock in an underground mine also i feel like the entire area devastated they would be the least of their worries 
I mean, if they're the only people that are left, though, like stuck there, they're gonna say they're saving them. Yeah, he finna transmitted, dude. He saved everyone. Well, they saved his, him. His that must have sucked, dude. Two days crushed up in a oh. truck with a broken Where's arm. The rest of them, they're farther in the mine. They'll save him eventually. They did it, man. They shared a lot of people and resources and money. I know, right? Helicopters. It's way different than when a natural disaster happens nowadays. The whole world's there to save three people. At least you got to see the show. You got flipped by a bridge into a raging river with sticks and shit in it and trees and houses. And his arm is in like a milk carton. They had to set it somehow. Oh, they're pulling the truck. It's the canine rescue unit. That's right. Jesus Christ. They're using the dog, FEMA. Oh, see, it is the dog. Why the hell is everyone clapping? Shouldn't they be like helping them? Yeah, no shit, eh? Oh, they're hugging a stranger after three days. Oh, dude, they're going to be together forever after that natural Caroling. disaster they just survived through. Doesn't matter if they have nothing in common. Oh, and he sucks her face. Oh, he's, he's like, like, going all in there. Oh, oh, oh. Refined 90s cinema. 90s cinema. Keyword refined. Refined cinema. That was gross. It would have really sucked for them if some more magma and lava came down out of the mountain. Like right into now. Into the mine. No, just into the mine. Yep. If it would have followed the laws of gravity. Yeah, for real. That is the movie. I like this credit sequence. It's showing yeah, it's the nice. to- destruction all over the mountain. There's a there's a 2020 movie called Trapped in the Volcano. <laughs> That's too over from Dante's Peak on Prime Video. That was fun. I uh, I don't know if you if you listeners out there have seen this movie, but if you haven't, you should go watch it. Just for the soundtrack. It's a fun one to watch. Yeah, the soundtrack and the special effects are all great. Like a night for a nineteen ninety seven film. If you compare this side by side with Volcano, what do you think, Brendan? Um, it's a lot better. It kept yeah. my interest. It stimulated my imagination. <laughs> it uh, it piqued my interest. What do you rate? What do you rate this movie out of ten? Disaster movie wise. It's like a seven, seven point five. I would say it's a solid eight, but it's just because I have so much nostalgia for it. I think, but like the acting's good. I think that the movie, like the plot, holds up really mm-hmm. well. There's a lot of stuff that they do differently that's like outside the box. It seems. So anyway, I enjoy it. I like it a lot. Twas it was fun. Delectable. Delectable. <laughs> it got a twenty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god! That's it. Yeah. What did people have to say? Enlighten us. The audience score is only at 38. What the hell? What is going on? Maybe it's because we set ourselves up to like it more with the other movie. One of the things is, can I recommend half of a movie? Leslie Boehm's script is almost self-parody, but director Roger, Roger Donaldson keeps a straight face throughout. A perfectly serviceable disaster flick. Volcano erupts violently and destroys town in tense peril. <laughs> Amazon gives it 4.8 out of 5. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's weird. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. That's so weird that Rotten Tomatoes is like, this is a good example of how Rotten Tomatoes might not necessarily always be the accurate source for like Muchas gracias. Todo está perfecto. All of the critics rated it rotten. Très bon film. That's another one of the reviews. So critics, why did critics pander this film? I guess like the first half they're all saying was really good. But they wanted to see more peaks. 
Yeah, I guess. Like they just they say the end of the movie is not as great. I guess they they they, they didn't focus enough on the volcano anymore at the end or something. Like it's not really a disaster flick at the end. It's more of like the family feel good shit. I thought it was. Pr- I thought the end was no like it, it's good all the way through in my opinion. I don't know. Critics are weird. A lot of these reviews have been taken down too. Like there's not very many reviews left that are still on Rotten Tomatoes about it. They're all, they all say quote not available, and you click on them and you can't actually even read the review. I don't think that the characters were that bad, though. Who did Lyndall Hamilton play in Terminator? She was she Sarah Connor? She was Sarah Connor. Wow, I didn't even realize. So the the mom Rachel in this movie was Sarah Connor in Terminator. It's like a wildly different movie. I was impressed by the. Uh, this is one of the reviewers. I'm sorry. I just it's. I have to read it to you. Okay. In fact, during almost every sequence of rock-spurting action, I was impressed by the effects, which also also included some good model work and some good map paintings of the mountain. Most definitely a more realistic route for this particular slice of volcano drama. Pretty accurate with volcano facts, offering a good education, really. The whole thing builds well and gives plenty of time for everything to come to a climax nicely. No rush and no fuss. A highly recommended natural disaster that has it all, including the obligatory dog to really heighten your angst and wetten your hanky when the lava flows. And wetten your hanky when the lava flows. That is the best written review. <laughs> it's a fun waiting game, waiting for the start, the fun to start when the mountain blows. Well, that was another episode of Refined. 90s. Cinema. With Alex. And Brendan. Uh, that was episode 20. Yeah, that's episode two. We're, we're officially two times ten episodes into this situation. Grandma's nush. Dude, her shit's so much nose hair. Like, trim your shit. (laughs) I hope when I'm an old man and my nose openings are huge, that people don't bitch about my nose hair. That's like my nose hairs right now. Me too. They get. I mean, that's part of the reason it's so hard to keep the bathroom clean, is that I have hair everywhere now that I didn't have before. Yeah, when you uh, when you grow old, you just get hair all over the place. All right, I'm gonna stop my recording now, buddy. And lunchtime. Refined 90s Cinema is released under a Creative Commons license. For more info, check out our website, refined90cinema.com.